So many people go through life really feeling like their life doesn't matter. And uh, I want you to know this morning that your life really does matter. You are important. Welcome to Healing Begins. My name is Pastor Gail, and I'm glad you've chose to join me. And I'm glad you're listening to the Healing Begins program. And so enjoy the topic today I've chosen once again. I'll share with you all I try to do on these programs is to take what God has given to me and give it to you. I'm not trying to be super intellectual, but I am trying to uh, present to you and, and deliver to you the words that I feel Jesus has given uh, me for you this particular day that you're listening. So I hope that you're encouraged today. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what the month has been like for you or your week has been like or what today is going to be like as you go out into the work world to face your day. But I want you to know that you're not alone, that the Lord is with you, that to keep fighting the good fight of faith and never give up. You know, there's a lot of things going on in the world right now. Uh, financially, politically, the stock market is up, the stock market is down. Uh, just a bunch of crazy stuff going on right now. And this world needs a lot of prayer. So those of you that are listening who likes to pray, hey, you can pray for me. My name is Pastor Gail. I would love to have your prayers. And you can pray for our nation. So stay encouraged in your faith. And I want you to know your life matters. You know, I think a lot when I'm thinking about the subject I'm thinking about people that commit suicide. They commit suicide because they feel like their life doesn't matter. They're depressed. They're upset. They don't think anyone cares about them. But the reality is this. When someone takes their life, they leave a wake of pain and hurt with people all around them they didn't know cared for them. So I want you to know, first of all, your life matters. And maybe you're a believer out there and you think, well, I'm a no-name. I'm a nobody. Uh, that's not true because to somebody, you're a somebody. And your life matters. And there's people watching you. And there's people thinking about you and, and appreciating you. Probably in times you don't even know it. And people praying for you. And maybe you're a grandma or a grandpa. And you're getting older now. And you do not feel like, Wow, there's nothing I can do to make a difference in society today. And that's not true either. Grandpa and grandmas are really important. And when you get elderly and you're older, you're really important. And we need you in our society. So keep fighting the good fight of faith. Even when you're older, uh, just know that your life is valuable and that your life is important. So I just wanted to make sure I, I started off with that. And, you know... Many times as believers, as people are looking at our lives, we are the only Bible that they're reading. So in other words, many people don't read their Bible. Many people don't believe in necessarily in Christianity. But when they see us and they know we're believers, they're like, wow, we're the only Bible that they're able to read. And we are a book written and read of all men. And um, so it's important that we continue to walk faithful to the Lord. It's a important that we continue to follow his word and it's important that we continue to shine with the light and the presence of Jesus to those that are around us because whether they understand it or not they need the light that we can give they need the Jesus that's in us uh, they need him a lot you know it says in um, 2nd Corinthians chapter 3 you know it's interesting my Bible reading might be the only Bible reading some of you do. 
or that you hear over the air. But I would encourage you to pick up your Bibles, start reading in the New Testament, read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, get to know the ministry of Jesus, read the letters of Paul. I mean, the Bible has a lot of good things to share and a lot of encouragement. And maybe you're depressed, then go to the book of Psalms and read the Psalms of David, or maybe you need wisdom. Go to the book of Proverbs and begin to read about wisdom. So your life matters. You're important, whether you're five years old or 105 years old, everybody's important. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verses 2 through 3 says, You yourselves are our letter, written on our hearts, known and read by everyone. You know that you are a letter from Christ as a result of our ministry, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. We are important, and people are watching our lives. And how we go through things, how we handle crisis is very important because I believe that believers can handle crisis a lot different than people who don't have faith right now or people who are struggling. A good example of this in the Bible was Paul and Silas. And if you want to look this up later, I encourage you to go to your Bible. It's found in the book of Acts, chapter 16, verses 16 through 40. Now, the book of Acts is the history of the early church. And in this passage, we have Paul and Silas doing ministry. And as a result of doing ministry, they were thrown in prison because people got mad at them. In fact, before they were thrown in prison, they were beaten and their backs were bleeding. And they were put in prison, not just in prison anywhere. They were put in the inner cell and their feet were put in stocks. So they're in a bad situation. And all around their cell are the other prisoners in their cell. And they're sitting there suffering. They're sitting there bleeding. Now, they could have been complaining. They were in earshot of everybody. Instead of complaining, the Bible says that they began to sing a hymn to God. They began to praise the Lord. They began to sing. And as they were singing and praising the Lord in the midst of their situation, God caused there to be an earthquake and their stocks and chains fell off, their doors, the door of their prison came open. And the interesting thing is about this story that all the cells around them opened up and everybody else got their freedom too. So that when Paul and Silas came through their trial, the people that were watching them put their faith in Jesus Christ. And this is what we don't really get sometimes when we are going through a trial um it's important how we talk what we say and how we handle ourselves because people are watching us they might be saying wow look how he went through that i cannot believe it maybe i need to know this jesus that he serves or maybe i need to find out how in the world he did it you know I had a Paul and Silas experience. I didn't get beaten, put in jail or anything like that. But I went down to Costa Rica, I think it was in 2016, with a Pastor Dan. And God had given me a scripture and said to me that, that uh, he was going to send an earthquake and we were going to be working in Pavas in the area of the gangs. And the Lord was saying to me that he was going to really set some people free. He's going to send an earthquake and all this stuff. And uh, one evening before we were going to go to Pavas, Pastor Dan and I were on the front porch of the mission house. I was sitting in the rocking chair. 
talking about Paul and Silas, giving him the message that God had given me. And 10 minutes later, as we're on the porch, Costa Rica was hit with like a 7.5 earthquake. I've never been in an earthquake before, but let me tell you one thing. The earth was shaking. The ground was real. There was a noise going on in the and the gate in front of me, there was like a 12-foot a gate with razor wire. That gate was shaking so hard, I thought for sure that the gate was going to go open just like Paul and Silas's prison doors came open. And that was a powerful mission trip where we saw a lot of people touched for the glory of Jesus. And so God, in the midst of your situation where you think you don't matter, God can send a spiritual earthquake. He can do something to turn your situation around. Many times, it's the darkest just before the dawn and just before your breakthrough, so don't give up. I mean, if you're in a situation where you need breakthrough and it seems like you're in an impossible situation and your back is against the wall, there's no way getting out of it, wait on the Lord. God has an answer. Wait on the Lord. The Lord will see you through. You know, Romans 8, 28 now. I like the scripture when everything's going well, but I don't like the scripture if things are not going well. It says, all things work together for good for those that love God and are called according to his purpose. So what the enemy meant for evil, God can mean it for good. God can turn it around. And we can't see that all the time when we're in the middle of a heartbreaking situation or something that's really tough. So the Bible says that we are epistles written and read of all men. Wow, that's exciting, and at the same time, that's scary. So what I mean by scary is it matters how we live. It's matter what we say. It matters what we talk about around the earshot of other people. Then I just want to say you matter to God, and I want to read Psalms 139, verses 13 through 18. You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of the sand. When I am awake, I am still with you. Here's what I want you to think about. You matter to God so much that God planned for you to be born. You're not a mistake. It was a plan of God for you to be born. You might say, well, you don't know the circumstances of my birth. Well, I may not know the circumstances of your birth. But I do know that when God created you, he knit you together. He took personal interest in you and knit you together in your mother's womb. And I want you to know that if you weren't wanted or you were a kid that was rejected or someone that was abused, that God wants to heal you, put your back on your feet and put you in the plan. You know, God had a plan for you. That's how much you matter to him. God took, took out a book. And he wrote down the full number of your days and put it away. He also wrote about before you were born, and this blows my mind, all the things you would do for him and could do for him. And now you might say, well, it doesn't matter because you don't know the mistakes I've made. 
Well, let me share something else with you that I think might help. This blows my mind. There's just certain things that blow my mind. Listen to this. Before you were born, when God took out that book and wrote down everything you could do, he also wrote down what you would do for him. He knew all the mistakes you would make in your life, and yet he still called you. To me, wow, that's amazing. So God is a lot more sovereign and in control than we think he is. And so you may have made some mistakes, but today's a due day. Today's the day to get up, ask for forgiveness, and keep on going. Don't give up. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. That's the kind of day it is today. And so it says here, you're wonderfully made in his thoughts. Listen to this. The thoughts of God are for you. You might say, you don't know how I've blown it. You know what? The love of God for you never changes. You know, just because you blow it doesn't mean God doesn't still love you. Doesn't mean that God doesn't still want you to come to him. Listen, his love is deeper than the ocean. I used to really love that song we used to sing in church. The love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong. It shall forevermore endure the saints and angels song. And in this song, he says, if the oceans were inkwell and the sky was parchment, there would not be enough room or enough ink to write about the love of God. Wow. And that love is for you. I want you to get that this morning. Doesn't matter where you're at. Doesn't matter what you're doing. Doesn't matter what sinful lifestyle you find yourself in. Jesus still loves you. And he invites you to come to him. He invites you to make this day a new day. Oh, today is the day. You know, he says in the Bible, today is the day of salvation. So if you're running from God, listen to my voice in the night or whenever you're listening. And I want you to know that Jesus is calling you to come back to him, to give your life to him and to quit running. Maybe you've never accepted him. Maybe this is the day you'll do that. I'm going to say a prayer right now on this program, and I encourage you to pray this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross for me, and I believe you rose from the dead. I confess that I am a sinner, and I ask for your forgiveness on my sins. I invite you to come into my heart to be my Lord, in my Savior, in Jesus' name, amen. And Lord, fill him with the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Now listen, if you prayed that prayer, find a good church to attend. Find someone you know is an on-fire believer for Jesus and find out where they go to church and go with them. And there's another scripture I love. I love this scripture. It's found in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. This is a great scripture. It says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you a prophet to the nations. Look, God knows all about us before we're born. I mean, it is a plan. And sometimes this is hard to, to understand, but in the midst of God's plan for us, he always gives us a free will and a free choice. We can choose either to follow God's plan or Satan's plan. 
we can choose life or we can choose death. I encourage you today to choose life. Choose Jesus. He loves you. You know, God is really personal. And I love that about him. In Psalms 49, 16a says, See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Wow. Do you realize that God's hands are so big? He can put everybody's name on his hands. Why are we on his hands? Because he's reminded about how much he loves us day and night. It's very personal. Now, what I'm about to say, I'm not for tattoos or anything like that, but sometimes people go out and they get a tattoo in honor and love of a loved one because they want that always to remind them. Well, God has taken you and he's put, he has engraved you and me on the palms of his hands. Wow. Wow. He, we're never out of mind. We're never out of sight. God knows your situation. He knows whether, where you're at and he knows what you're going through. Luke 15, 4. I love this. This shows about how much you matter to God. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety and nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? Wow, what an incredible thing to think about. That's how much you care to God and that's how much you care to Jesus. You may be lost away and I, I actually being on the either by podcast or radio right now, what I'm saying might even be irritating you. You know, my grandma used to do that a lot to me. <laughs> she prayed for me when I was away from God and she went after me. Now I'm like, man, grandma, would you stop it? She irritated me like crazy. But you know what? She understood something. My life mattered to God and my life mattered to her. So she kept praying and praying and praying until I came back to God. And I thank God for grandma for doing that. But in the Bible, in Luke 15, 4, it gives an example of someone who has a hundred sheep and one's missing. And that shepherd leaves the 99 in the open field and he goes out and he looks for the one and he searches for the one until he finds it. And that's a picture of Jesus. Now, here's an interesting thought. We're never lost to Jesus. We might be lost. We might be living in sin. We might be, you might know that you're not living. Your life is not right. But you see, the interesting thing is you're not lost because God knows exactly where you're at. And the good shepherd knows how to go out and find you. He knows how to put people in your life that irritate you, that tell you about Jesus, and maybe you don't want to hear about it. You matter so much to him that he will bring people across your path day in, day out, day in, day out to love on you. He will cause special songs to be played on the radio at a specific time when you're listening. And the words of that song will speak to your heart in a deep way. That's how much God cares for you and me. I mean, in the end of it all, the Bible says it is not God's will at all. God doesn't want anyone to perish but he wants everybody to find salvation and he wants everybody to live with him in heaven. Heaven is a real place. So 
I don't know where you're at. I don't know what you're going through, but I do know one thing. The Lord loves you. You matter and you matter to him. And, I, and I'm going to pray for you right now. I want to pray for those that just really feel like the, their life doesn't matter, that God would, would give you a new sense of hope, a new sense of encouragement, and a new sense of purpose, because I think that would be amazing. Let us pray. Lord, I thank you for everybody that is listening to this program this morning. Lord, I pray for a new sense of purpose, a new sense of direction, Lord, I just pray right now that you right now would pour your love on each person under the sound of my voice. I pray that your love would literally saturate them wherever they're at, whether they're driving their car, in their house, at work. I pray that your love would reach out to them in a mighty way. And I pray that the Holy Spirit would draw those that are away from him to him. I pray that the Holy Spirit would bring the light of heaven to people that are depressed and blow the darkness away. And I pray for those that are suffering mental torment, that they would find healing, hope, and encouragement. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. I hope you that are listening know that you matter and that your life is important and I pray for God to turn things around in your life and I pray that he would bring hope to hopelessness. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you and give you peace. And may you always know that no matter what is happening. Your life matters and you are important to God and important to others even when you don't feel like you are. God bless and have a great morning.